not waiting. I'm not waiting in here. I'm just putting socks on. I'm not waiting. Yeah. <laughs> this is John. Hello. I'm Heather. And we have to yell really loud. Yes, because we're right next to a fountain here. There's a bit, oh, there's a camera. Yeah, there's just a camera over there. Yeah. So, hi. You know, I probably could offer to help. <laughs> There's a big fountain. It's a beautiful day here in Fargo. Oh, it really is. I biked here. I drove in an air-conditioned car. So you had talked about how being an artist and being neurodivergent are supposed to go together. How you can marry those two, I suppose, aspects of yourself mm -hmm. or your personality. And that's something that I can talk about. I mean, when people ask me what my motivation is mm. for doing something or what inspires me, right? Or what the message is mm -hmm. of the work that I'm working on. And it's like, I don't, I don't have a message. I just made something, <laughs> you know? It's really, I'm not expressing anything. So before you were diagnosed, did you have a sensation or did you have an inkling or an awareness that your experiences were different than some of your classmates? Or was that, was there anything that kind of stood out to you about that? Oh yes, like classmates, I mean that's, I suppose that was the beginning of me find, finding out just how different I am because classmates would ask me, like how can you be so smart about this but not understand that? You know, how can you, how can you know? Like how can you be so creative? Yeah. You know, and so, um, I suppose associative and connective, you know, but bright. How can you be so bright? You know, and then not know, like, when I look at you this way, this is what I mean. You know, how do you, how do you not know that when I say this this way, this is what I mean? You know, or when that person, you know, um, is doing this, uh, that you're being taken advantage of. How do you not know that? You know, it's like, uh, my response would be, I don't know. Right here. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so yes, it was just lots of conversations, people asking questions, kind of like, why don't you understand this? Why don't you know that? Yeah. You know, and and then me, I don't, I, I suppose, starting to feel out of sorts. But what I had found out was, yes, I was experiencing overload. Okay, it was overstimulation into overload. It was uh, sensory. It was emotional. It was psychological. It was all of it all at once, and I didn't know how to make sense out of it. And so I just started to try and find out. I succeeded in finding out how to make sense out of all of it, and that took years. Um, those years of trying to find out and succeeding in finding out, okay, why am I different? I mean, the question really was, like, what's wrong with you? You know, that was coming up so much. People were asking me that question, what's wrong with you? And so I had to try and find out and I did find out, you know, what it is that makes me the way I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's wrong to them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to engage that, you know. Um, but yeah, so it was books, it was articles, specialists, doctors, clinicians, organizations, agencies, um, friends, uh, friends of friends, uh, strangers, you know, people who just noticed something about me. I just opened the door to everything, every... Um, perhaps a, like potential conversation or potential discussion you know, or path that could lead me to some sort of answer. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I indulged it or I acknowledged it mm -hmm. uh, and endured it. 
and I'm a better person for it. Do you want to stop it? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not?